When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Do you know another parent or expecting parent? Are you wondering, what can I give them as a gift? Don't give them another onesie. Don't give them a plastic toy or, God forbid, a toy gun that's just going to end up in the garage. Give them something that matters. And what matters the most is protecting their child. What do you love most in the world? Your children. What will you do to protect them? Anything. I sat down with the smartest people I know in the world on matters of child safety, finding missing children, fighting back against predators. And what I learned is so important, powerful, and information so critical. I want you to have it. I want them to have it. Go to CrimeStopsHere.com for a five-part series with action information that you can use to change your life and protect your child. Give that as a gift, not another onesie. Find out how to protect your child when you're out at the mall or the store, the grocery, in the parking lot, at home. Find out about protection regarding babysitters and daycare, even online. I'd rather have that any day of the week than a plastic toy or, God forbid, a toy gun. Join Justice Nation. Go to CrimeStopsHere.com. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Thanksgiving is the last known time Kelsey Barrett was seen in public. It was at this Safeway store where she was captured by the store's security cameras. Cheryl Barrett says she spoke with Kelsey by phone that day twice. What did you talk about that day? Always just small things. And initially she needed a recipe. Based on that conversation, there was nothing to make you believe there was anything wrong. Exactly. Yeah, her voice was fine. She was, yeah, she was, an, it was a normal day for her. Patrick Frazee stayed silent as he walked into a Teller County courtroom. What do you think of the request to withhold Inside, he spoke just once when he waived his right to have a preliminary hearing within 35 days. That will give his attorneys more time to prepare. It is an ongoing active investigation. Prosecutors have told us they believe Kelsey Barrett was killed inside her home around Thanksgiving. Two counts of first-degree murder. And that Frazee did not act alone. We also have three separate counts of solicitation. The district attorney says they have two theories, but will not reveal what evidence they have in a case with more questions than answers. I cannot talk to you about any potential motives in this case. You are hearing from our friends at KKTV. That's Catherine Silver and from NBC, Joe Fryer, the very latest in the case of missing Colorado mom Kelsey Barrett. As the plot seemingly thickens in the last hours, a female nurse, age 32, now suspected of disposing the missing mom's cell phone, a divorced mother of two herself. Was she having an affair with the killer fiance, Patrick Frazee? This as other news emerging, shedding light 
on what happened to the beautiful young mom last seen in a Safeway grocery with her little tot girl just one year old. Joining me in all-star panel, Ashley Wilcott, judge and lawyer, Vincent Hill, cop turned P.I., Karen Stark, New York psychologist, Alexis Tereschuk, reporter with RadarOnline.com, and from CrimeOnline.com, Ellen Kaloran. First to you, Alexis Tereschuk, what another woman? I mean, he's not even married to Kelsey Barrett. So I guess you're cheating on your no. girlfriend? What? I mean, it's not like they're going to have a big divorce and split up property. Why not just break up? What do you know about this 32-year-old nurse? So this woman, this second woman has surfaced, but Patrick, apparently, people are saying that she might be his mistress and that she helped dispose of Kelsey's cell phone because she was found, the phone was found three states away. And this woman has now been questioned by the police. And this is the thing. they Police have said from the beginning, they do not believe that Patrick committed this crime alone, but he had to have help. Well, this is probably the biggest piece of evidence that we've had so far that someone else was involved because it's something physical because we don't have her body. No one has her body. But her cell phone is found in Idaho, three states away. And Yeah, you know, you're right. Alexis Treschuk, investigator with RadarOnline.com. Alexis, you're absolutely right. When you say police theorize that the fiancé, Frazee, never left the state from Thanksgiving until the search was on, which means if he didn't leave the state, how did he, if he's guilty, get her cell phone nearly 800 miles away, now emerging a 32-year-old divorced mother of two who was apparently having a sex affair with a so-called killer fiancé, Patrick Frazee, listen. Patrick Frazee appeared for his daughter's custody hearing on Thursday amid questions about his relationship with a woman from Idaho. Law enforcement sources say they are now looking at a 32-year-old nurse who possibly disposed of Kelsey Bear's phone. The last sign of life from the missing Colorado mom who was last seen Thanksgiving Day shopping with her one-year-old daughter. The woman in question is reportedly from Twin Falls, Idaho, not far from where Barra's phone pinged on November 25th. The Twin Falls Sheriff's Office confirming to NBC News that they've served search warrants in the case. Some evidence was collected and processed. Earlier this week, prosecutors suggested others could be involved. There potentially could be uh, other people arrested in this case. A body has yet to be found, but authorities no longer believe that the 29-year-old is alive, offering two theories about Barra's death, each one represented by a count of first-degree murder against Barra's fiancé, Patrick Frazee. One alleges Barrett was killed deliberately. The other alleges she died during a robbery he commissioned. Frazee also faces three counts of solicitation to commit murder in the months leading up to Barrett's disappearance. Court documents not giving any details about who he approached or insight as to why prosecutors think Frazee is responsible for his fiance's death. Straight out to judge and lawyer Ashley Wilcott. You can find her at ashleywilcott.com. Ashley, I see what they're doing in the indictment. Just because there, there are multiple counts does not mean that there are more. there's more than one other person involved. What they're doing, it sounds to me, is they are indicting in the alternative. And I always did that once I understood what needed to be done when you're indicting or going to the grand jury. If you've got a murder one, you charge with murder. 
Okay, if you want to be safe, you can go ahead and include all the lesser included, such as voluntary, involuntary, uh, murder too. But they're also charging felony murder is what it seems like to me, that the death occurred during the commission of a robbery, which means if there was a robbery and a death occurred, whether intentional or not, uh, then that's a murder. I think that's what they're doing. What do you think, Ashley? Oh, I absolutely agree with you, Nancy. And I think part of the reason they're doing that is, don't forget, we don't have a body. We do not know what happened to her. And because of that, they don't yet know if it's an intentional, accidental, so to speak, in the commission of a robbery or not. So I think it's very smart on their part. You know, um, what we are hearing to investigative journalist Ellen Kaloran with CrimeOnline.com, a robbery, uh, th th that's really not fitting in with the theory that it was a a killing, a murder of passion, of red-hot blood, of anger, maybe over a breakup, that he was leaving her and they got in an argument and he killed her. That's one working theory. Now this woman emerges. What can you tell me about this divorced mother of two who coincidentally is from Twins Fall, Idaho, near where... Kelsey's phone pinged last. Yes, Nancy. Um, multiple news outlets, but not authorities, have identified this woman. Um, her name is Crystal Lee. And one interesting thing about what we've learned about her is that it seems like she may have known crazy for years, possibly even longer than Kelsey Barris did because they met in 2016. Apparently, this woman, she, she, she's on a leave of absence now, but she worked as a nurse in Twin Falls, Idaho, but she was also involved in rodeo, which is something that Patrick Crazy is involved in as well. And we believe that at one time she did live in Colorado. So their history may go back pretty far. We also aren't sure what the status of Patrick and Kelsey's relationship was at the time that she went missing. We have conflicting stories. One source says that they broke up on Thanksgiving. Other sources, friends of Frazee's, have told news outlets that they haven't been together for a year. So there, there's a lot of unknowns, but it's looking more and more likely that this, this nurse in Twin Falls, whether she's been involved or not, she certainly appears to know something. And well, I can tell you this, to her. Ellen. Ellen Kaloran joining me from CrimeOnline.com along with Alexis Terezchuk from RadarOnline.com. I know this. I don't know how long this nurse, this divorced mother of two, has been having a sex relationship with the so-called killer fiancé. But I do know this. According to reports, fiancé Patrick Frazee plotted for three months to kill Kelsey Barrett. Patrick Frazee, who was formally charged with five felonies, was allegedly looking for someone to take out the mother of his infant daughter. It's just the latest plot twist in the missing mom investigation captivating the nation. Patrick Frazee was handcuffed with shackles around his ankles as he entered court. Frazee remained silent as he heard the charges against him, two counts of first-degree murder and three counts of solicitation to commit murder in the first degree. Investigators have two different theories of his alleged crime. One theory claims Frazee intended to deliberately kill his fiancée, 29-year-old Kelsey Barrett. The other says she was murdered as part of a robbery. All facts in this case are under seal, so I cannot talk to you about any potential motives in this case. They're 
potentially could be other people arrested. According to court documents, prosecutors believe Frazee tried to hire someone to kill Barrett between September 1st and November 1st, 2018. This morning, the district attorney's office filed five felony counts against Mr. Frazee, two counts of first-degree murder. Now, obviously, there was only one murder in this case. Under Colorado law, we file separate counts on the different theories of first-degree murder. We filed under two theories. One is deliberation murder, and the other is felony murder. Felony murder in this case, is, as set out in the charge, is that when you rob somebody and they die during the robbery, that is also first-degree murder. So we filed under both theories in this case. We also have three separate counts of solicitation, and those are three separate counts. Uh, they are not different theories uh, in this case. So it's a total of five counts, two counts of first-degree murder, three counts of solicitation that were filed against Mr. Frazee uh, in this case. In the last 48 hours, it is emerging that a female nurse, a 32-year-old mother of two, now divorced, was having a sex affair with the so-called killer fiancé, Patrick Frazee. We know that Kelsey Barrett, the mother of his one-year-old little girl, Kelly, has been missing since Thanksgiving, last seen on surveillance video at a Safeway grocery store with her tot, Kelly. We also know that Frazee visited her at her townhome just before she's reported missing, well, just before she disappears. We know that his red pickup truck was pulled in perpendicular to her two vehicles and stayed there for a period of time, according to a neighbor. Why? Why did he have her cars pinned in? Now reports that he had been planning to have her killed for three months. This, as a so-called other woman, is emerging. I don't even know if you can really call it another woman when you're not married to start with. But straight out to you, Ellen Kalorin, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, we just heard the district attorney stating that there were three different theories, separate theories versus three separate charges of solicitation. He's differentiating between those two. Explain quickly. So the two separate murder charges are based on two separate theories. As you guys previously discussed, there's no body. So they're, they're being smart and careful and making sure that there's, there's grounds um, for different types of scenarios in which Kelsey Barris was presumably murdered. However, the solicitation charges, those are not based on separate theories. Those are three separate incidents. It doesn't mean that Patrick Frazee allegedly solicited three separate individuals, but there were three separate incidents or occasions in which he sought help in plotting the murder of the mother of his child, so okay. dating back to September. So to you, Alexis Terezchuk, uh, investigative journalist with RadarOnline.com, this woman, this divorced mom of two, who we think may have known him through the rodeo, what exactly is the suspicion that she helped get rid of the cell phone? What do they think she did? They do. They think that she did help get rid of the cell phone because the murder, well, the disappearance happened in Colorado. But Kelsey's cell phone was found in Idaho. There, there's no trace for going to Idaho. There's nothing like that. There's nothing that would, would have her there at all. But this woman lives in Idaho, and she has known Patrick for years. And so that is why this has all come to a head, that this is why she's now out 
there. Well, hold, hold on just a moment. Let, let me understand murder. this. To Vincent Hill, former cop turned PI, author of Playbook to a Murder, which you can find on Amazon. Vincent Hill, what that means to me, what I'm making of what Alexis Tereschuk and Ellen Kalorn are telling me, if Patrick Frazee never left the Colorado jurisdiction after Kelsey was killed, and we think that occurred in her townhome, has to be because of something not visible to the naked eye because Kelsey's brother went in and didn't see blood. But then after cops spent about a day in there, they then announced they think Kelsey was killed there. I'm guessing they found evidence through luminol that shows blood through a, a kind of like a black light light. Uh, anyway, that aside, that would mean that whoever got rid of the phone had to come to him. If he never left the jurisdiction, whoever dumped the phone somewhere in Idaho would have had to come to him to get it because she was just on the phone with her mother that day with her cell phone. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Nancy. And a couple of weeks ago, we, you know, were baffled of how the phone ended up and so far away. Now it's making sense. And maybe this nurse or whoever she is was there actually seeing her lover on Thanksgiving and he said, hey, why don't you take this phone back? And by the way, when you get there, turn it on and send some text messages so we can make it appear that Kelsey is actually alive and well. You know, I don't get it. Karen Stark, a uh, uh, well-known New York psychologist joining us today from Manhattan. Karen, let's think this thing through. Again, this woman has not been charged, period. Even if she had been charged, she's still presumed innocent until she's proven guilty in a court of law. Let's just carry through this theory that she somehow did this thing to cover up the murder of Kelsey Barrett. That means she would have to have, I guess, left her two children, driven to Idaho, gotten the phone, and you got to wonder, didn't she ask why? <laughs> Do you want me to drive to Idaho and get rid of the phone and then send texts to my girlfriend's boss and to me? I mean, she had to know if this is true what she was doing right so let's think There's this through no other that's answer. my first question to you karen my second question okay. is do you go along with the theory that people always cheat down because i mean look at cheat don't don't look at me like that jackie what i mean is you trade in a cadillac for a, a used ford escort that's what cheating down is okay what i'm saying is um kelsey barreth beautiful flight instructor just bought you know put money down on a new home got it all together loving family do you believe that people cheat down and if so why i'm not sure that that would be what i would say nancy what what I'm thinking about when it comes to Patrick Frazee is that... I'm not talking about he, Patrick Frazee, Karen. I'm talking about in general. But in general, Nancy, including Patrick Frazee, what I think about somebody who's a psychopath who's capable of murder is that they really don't distinguish between a Cadillac and a jalopy. So I feel like it's all the same to them. One woman, another woman... They're not capable of having feelings, so there's no true attachment and connection. That's and I'm not so saying that this woman, murder. this divorced mother of two that he met at the rodeo, um, it, hey, I love the rodeo. So I'm not. it's not about that. I'm not saying he cheated down. 
I'm just saying in general, you know, do yeah, people the- cheat down? But you're saying you don't know. Karen, uh, just to jog your memory, we've had this discussion many, many times. And in the past, yes, you've told I me know. you think people cheat <laughs> down. But I'm impeaching you on a prior inconsistent statement. Um, <laughs> Ashley Wilcott, I, I, I got to hear your take on this. I am so over all of the cheating, cheating down, all of it. I do not understand whether they're married or not. They have a child together. If you want to be with someone else, break up and be with someone else. Do not resort to murder. Take a listen to Kelsey's mom. I still know somebody knows where she's at. Somebody has seen her. There's more information out there. Somebody just needs to realize, to recognize, and to say something. Has she ever disappeared before? No. No. Um, I can't think of anywhere she's ever gone that she hasn't told me. It's just not in her character to just take off and be gone. Hi, Nancy Grace here. Have you ever Googled yourself, your neighbors, somebody at work, a crush? 57% of Americans admit to keeping an eye on their own online reputation. 46 admit to using the Internet to look up somebody from their past. But Google and Facebook, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to finding personal information. There's an innovative new website called Truth Finder. It's now revealing the full scoop on millions of Americans. Truth Finder can search through hundreds of millions of public records in a matter of minutes. Truth Finder members can literally begin searching in seconds for sensitive data like criminal, traffic, arrest records. Before you bring someone new into your life, and around the people you care for, your children, consider using TruthFinder. What you find may astound you. Go to truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy right away to start searching. Truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy. Truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy. Find the truth. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. The family of Kelsey Barrett is now taking her accused killer to civil court. The Woodland Park mother's relatives have filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Patrick Frazee, who was Kelsey's fiance. Kelsey has not been seen since Thanksgiving and is now presumed dead. As investigators still search for her body, Frazee still sits in jail. The Barrett's family, family's new lawsuit looks back at the couple's relationship before the alleged murder. They're also suing for negligence, arguing Frazee carried out physical, mental, and emotional acts of violence against Kelsey. You are hearing Denver 9 News reporter talking about a wrongful death lawsuit that has just been filed by Kelsey's parents against her so-called killer fiance, Patrick Frazee. This as it emerges that he has been having a sex affair for some time with a nurse out of Idaho. And do we care about that? No, we don't. But what I do care about is that Kelsey's cell phone pinged off a tower in Idaho's rural Goody County. And that is just barely north of Twin Falls. Now, Twin Falls is where this divorced mother of two, this nurse, lives. The ping was three days after Kelsey was last seen alive. Police believe this woman, this nurse, visited Frazee for the holiday, for Christmas break, at his home in Florissant, Colorado. Um, Now, that would have been Thanksgiving break. 
because all this broke right after that. Now, Frazee is 30 years old. Bear is 29. They have a one-year-old daughter, Kelly, who is now the focus of a custody battle between both of their parents, Kelsey's and Frazee's. Um, now, the lawsuit, a wrongful death civil lawsuit filed by Kelsey's parents. Straight out to Alan Duke joining us there in L.A., Alan, your sources are telling you this is not about the money. It's being used as an investigative tool. Explain that. It is in order to get depositions. And by the way, he was served in jail yesterday. I'm, in, I'm told by my source close to the family. It is in order to give them an extra investigative tool. Perhaps the lawyers, the civil lawyers in this, in this suit, can do depositions that will help them lead uh, to Kelsey. Where is she? That's what the family really wants to know at this point. And now they can start issuing subpoenas in order to find that out. Well, Ashley Wilcott, uh, Atlanta judge and lawyer, Ashley, the reality is if you're charged with a crime, you don't have to submit to testimony in a civil deposition. So they're not going to get crazy to talk no matter what. No, I agree with you, Nancy. So it's interesting to me that they have filed that and that the that the working theory is they've done that in order to investigate. The only thing I wonder is if by doing that, they've employed a law firm that has more resources than they may individually have to hire investigators and have the people do the investigation that they want in this case. And while they may not be able to force Frazee to speak under his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent, they can get other people deposed like the nurse who may have been having an affair with him, like his mother, who has been his staunch defender throughout and has been at every single one of her son's hearing. Even when she was detained, when he was arrested, she stuck by him through thick and thin. All of those people can be uh, subjected to testify at a civil hearing, a civil deposition, unlike Frazee himself. So right now, Ellen Kalora and CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, so much happening. You got the wrongful death lawsuit. You have the documents which you are just publishing at CrimeOnline.com right now. What can you tell me? What's in those wrongful death documents? Well, one thing to note about the wrongful death lawsuit is that it's the first acknowledgement that uh, Barra's family has made that they believe um, Kelsey is is dead the, the last time that they were speaking to the media they 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 thought that she was missing and and were hoping that she she would come home safely um one interesting thing to me that jumped out in the docs um and it doesn't have a specific timeline but the documents do accuse patrick frazy of physical mental and emotional acts of violence prior to the presumed murder. Now, we don't know if this is minutes or hours or months or years prior, but that's something that jumped out at me, and it suggests to me a little bit more about the nature of the relationship and, and his kinds of behavior. We were talking earlier about his infidelity, uh, his pres presumed infidelity, and I wanted to, I remembered one thing that we had learned a few weeks ago. Um, a source spoke to the Daily Mail, who was the boyfriend of one of Frazee's former girlfriends, and that source said that Frazee cheated on that woman when she was in the hospital. So it, it seems like we're looking at a pattern of someone here who doesn't have a lot of loyalty and, and certainly seems to sleep around. Well, here's the thing. You also said, Ellen Kaloran, that there were there were some people that said they had already broken up, that Frazee and Kelsey Barrett had already broken up at the time she was killed. Why? Why do you say that? 
Because a friend of Frazee's um, who is in Colorado, a woman spoke to a local news outlet and she said, she defended Frazee. She said she couldn't believe he had possibly done anything wrong. She said that Kelsey and Patrick had broken up a year prior. And she also claimed that Patrick was the primary caregiver of their one-year-old daughter. Oh, please stop, stop, stop. I mean, you know what? I'm going to take that, Alexis Terezchuk, writer online. I'm going to take that with a box of salt, not a grain of salt, a box of salt, because this friend of Frazee is getting all that from Frazee, okay? So, uh uh-uh, he was not the main caregiver. I don't believe that. And if he's telling people he's been broken up with Kelsey for a year, it's probably because he wants to sleep with them. That is what men, these men do when they are trying to pretend that they don't significant others so that they can sleep with everybody that's what chris watts did he said oh i'm i'm divorced i'm not even with my wife we're selling our house months and months before he ever told her that so that he could sleep with another woman and the thing is about the little girl to see him saying that he had primary custody he did not cheat and it was always with that little baby and her parents are now having to fight his parents for custody he is in jail for murder of kelsey and his mom thinks that she should have custody but but her onto court to fight and they have been there every time for custody and the judge thankfully a custody of the little girl but the mom his mom is trying to get custody too and yeah you know what that takes a lot of nerve when your son is charged with murdering the baby's mom and you're trying to get the baby right now this may actually have a significant impact on the trial the status of the relationship between patrick frazee and kelsey barreth now believed dead at the time she was killed still nobody so the state has a problem yes technically they can go forward practically speaking eh, not as easy the jury's going to be looking for motive even though the state doesn't have to prove it and now details emerging about barrett and frazee's relationship with friends stating that the two had ended their relationship months before now think about it think about it ashley wilcott if they ended their relationship months before, does that go hand in hand with the state's allegation that he had been planning the murder for about three months? Did he start planning the murder when they broke up? That they ended their relationship? Now, according to Barris' relatives, specifically her aunt, Tamara Freeman, she said they had a great relationship and uh, that they had a great relationship up until the day Bareth went missing. Did they break up on that day? Or did they break up three months before Ashley when, according to the state, he started planning her murder? Well, I think he started planning the murder before it happened. These things don't happen overnight unless it's a crime of passion. If it's a crime of passion, then you don't have all these links to another woman in another place who had the cell phone, et cetera, et cetera. So I think he'd been planning it. But I need to say this, Nancy, I think that he could be planning it without them having broken up. Because if they'd been broken up for three months, as close as reports say that she was to her mother, I think her mother would have known that. Take a listen to our friends at Inside Edition speaking to Sonia Oliver. As police step up the search for a missing mom, a friend is coming to the defense of the fiancé at the center of the mystery. Police say Patrick Frazee is the last person to have seen 29-year-old Kelsey Barrett alive. I always considered him to be a gentle soul, um, soft-spoken and 
just really down to earth and practical. Sonia Oliver says she has known Frazee, a rancher, for five years. Do you think he possibly had anything to do with his fiance's disappearance? I couldn't imagine him uh, doing anything that would harm anyone. You personally do not believe he had anything to do with it? I just can't imagine Patrick doing anything like that. Police say Frazee has so far refused to talk to them. I'm just hoping that everything pans out to be okay. She's lived off Lake Avenue for years, sharing cordial conversation, even family stories with Kelsey Barrett. She's an awesome person. She's so kind and so you could tell she's a very kind-hearted person. The neighbor didn't want us showing her face or using her real name to prevent excess attention, but she offers new details on activity at Kelsey's home Thanksgiving Day. What do you remember seeing Thanksgiving Day just up the road here? I looked up there and there was both red pickups up there. Thanksgiving Day, and that was from about 1230 to 1. She says she never saw anybody, but the information aligns with what Frazee told police through his attorney, saying he picked up their daughter sometime Thanksgiving Day. The Safeway surveillance video includes a 1205 timestamp, meaning the truck would have arrived shortly thereafter. The other two cars were, were um, parked with the vehicles facing the apartment, but his was parked sideways behind them. The neighbor says it's the same truck she's seen the last two years, driven by a man picking up and dropping off a baby. And when I showed her video of Frazee's truck towed off his property Friday, she says it looks the same. The very latest in the search for missing Colorado mom, Kelsey Barrett, the flight instructor, mother of a one-year-old little girl, Keely. Everything was fine that morning. She called her mom to ask for a recipe. She had her house neat as a pen. She was supposed to hand off baby Kelly to her bio dad, Patrick Frazee, her fiance. Then everything goes sideways. Kelsey's brother goes into her home looking for her and says everything is in order. There are cinnamon rolls that have cooled on the counter. Everything's there, including her luggage, her cell phone is missing. That cell phone pings three days later, 800 miles away in Idaho, coincidentally just a couple of miles from Frazee's girlfriend, a divorced mother of two. He met on the rodeo circuit. Straight out to Ellen Kalorin, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. In the last hours, a wrongful death case filed against Frazee that can compel other witnesses to go under oath, under deposition, not the defendant himself. This, as all eyes focus now, Twin Falls, Idaho. Is this nurse, this divorced mother of two, the next person to be charged right now? She has not been charged. She has not been named a suspect. What else is the very latest to you, Ellen Kaloran? Authorities have not named any further suspects. But one thing to remember is that on December 21st, when Frazee was first taken into custody, Colorado authorities said at a press conference that additional arrests were a strong possibility. And in the new court filing that shows that Kelsey Barrett's parents have filed a civil suit against Patrick Frazee for the death of Kelsey Barrett, it says that they're accusing Frazee of either directing or being involved in her murder. So there's an implication in these court documents that they believe that Frazee may have even commissioned someone else to do it. Man, that's some cold blood to Ashley Wilcott, juvenile judge and lawyer. You can find her at AshleyWilcott.com. Ashley, if he asked someone to kill her, a jury's going to have no mercy. That's not like they had an argument and he pushed her and she fell and hit her head. No, that is cold blood, as we say in the law.
Absolutely. It's still murder. Even if you don't actually, you know, you're not the one with the weapon in your hand, if you instruct someone to do it, you're still murdering that person. And a jury's going to see that. Well, murder for hire also is the grounds to seek the death penalty. Karen Stark, you're the psychologist. Do you see a difference in the frame of mind of an angry uh, discussion? You push somebody, they fall, they hit their head. Or you pull out a gun and shoot in the midst of a quarrel versus planning months ahead of time to have someone murdered. I do, Nancy. And I think it's really important to point that out because one is happening while you're in the heat of emotion and juries do take that into account when when you can't really think as clearly as you might think in a different situation when something happens that you didn't intend to have happen the other is cold-blooded murder it's being planned it's very carefully worked out it's someone who has that mind where they're thinking well the best way for me to deal with this is to kill the person rather than separate from them just it's it gives them pleasure to make sure that they get rid of the person that they're with they have no feeling you know vincent hill private investigator i'm curious as to how police can absolutely know for certain that frazy never left the jurisdiction of colorado since the time kelsey barrett goes missing because her phone turns up near uh idaho in idaho near twin falls that's where his girlfriend lives so how could they know for sure he never left Colorado. Well, Nancy, they can't say with 100% certainty, but what they can check are things like credit card statements, see if he made any gas purchases anywhere along that route. They can check surveillance to see if he's caught at any gas stations or any traffic cameras or anything like that. So they can't do it with 100% certainty, but they can at least eliminate how certain they are, or should I say that he did not leave the state. It just depends on if he was smart enough to like maybe take out mm -hmm. a large sum of cash and then not leave a credit card trail. He definitely wouldn't have gotten on an airplane because that's easily tracked. So there's things they can do to make sure right. he was or was not there. Right now we know an Idaho woman possibly connected to the death of a missing 29-year-old mom, Kelsey Barrett, was placed on administrative leave at the hospital where she works at Twin Falls County. Um, that's according to KKTV. We also know St. Luke's Health System, where the woman is a registered nurse, says she's on a leave of absence, the hospital not responding to any questions. Now, what we know is that she has apparently been involved with Patrick Frazee, the so-called killer fiancé, for some time. He's charged with two first-degree murder counts under different theories. That means the state doesn't necessarily have to prove how it happened. Now, according to reports, Frazee, who is a rancher, met this divorced mother of two at a rodeo, and the two have been romantically involved for some time. What charge could she possibly be looking at if he talked her into getting rid of that cell phone? Accomplice? Uh, take a listen to Nikki Batiste at CBS talking with Kelsey's mom. Apparently, all of Kelsey's relatives believe the two were still planning to get married. I couldn't believe that no one had heard from her. I contacted police. That makes no sense that we can't find her. Is she excited to get married? Yes. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, they had, they had plans. No date, but, but plans. Does she have a dress yet? No, no. I don't, I don't think she cared about the big wedding kind of thing. Um, yeah. It was between them and God. Police say Frazee is not a suspect and is cooperating with the investigation. In a statement, his lawyer said Frazee has given interviews to law enforcement, turned over his phone, and provided cheek swabs and photographs. I'm hopeful that she'll be found 
completely, 100% safely. I, I know somebody knows where she's at. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.